This episode of 20 Minute Fitness is brought to you by ShapeScale, the world's first 3D personal scanner that keeps visually track of changes to your body composition. ShapeScale is currently in beta testing and is looking for additional participants that are based in the San Francisco Bay Area. Reach out to hello at shapescale.com for more details. Hello boys and girls, ladies and gents, this is Martin Kessler and welcome to another episode of 20 Minute Fitness. The pandemic is seemingly never ending, really, and a few of us have resigned to probably not returning to their gym in 2021 either and instead opted to build out their own home gym setup. Today's guest of 20 Minute Fitness is Matthew Janasek, co-founder of Escape Fitness. Escape Fitness is a fitness equipment brand that has been outfitting over a thousand fitness clubs in multiple countries across the globe. With Matthew having worked in the industry for a few decades now, you can expect to learn plenty about functional fitness, the do's and don'ts, as well as some of the must-haves to keep in shape. Hi, Matthew. Welcome to 20 Minute Fitness. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, it's awesome to have you on the show. We, we haven't had really much of anyone in the fitness equipment industry on the podcast. So I'm excited about that, especially since you're at the forefront, you know, of a fitness equipment company that has been working with gyms for now over 20 years. So for today's show, I'd like us to talk a little bit about how fitness equipment and gyms have evolved over time and hopefully also provide some tips to our listeners about potentially building or maybe even improving their own home gym setup. But first, could you please share a few words about yourself and tell us what Escape Fitness is all about? Yeah, sure. Um, I, uh, I I started the company about 21 years ago uh, in, in the United Kingdom. That's where we originally started. So I was a sort of a young bodybuilder. I competed until about 21 years old. So I, I always had this, I think I got the fitness bug from, from probably 15 years old. So I just seeing people around me, friends and relatives that, that were lifting weights at the time. I think that's probably what inspired me. And I, I, I sort of left school, didn't, didn't particularly do well at, at school and uh, sort of drifted around. I, I like to work, but I, I, I didn't like people telling me what to do. Uh, so <laughs> I, uh, when, when I got to sort of my mid twenties, uh, my, my father and I were chatting one day and he, he's an engineer. He's, his family was from Poland and we, we were talking about things to do. He, he was, he was looking for a bit of a change in his sort of career. And as was I, and we, we said, well, look, let's, let's go out and, and look for something. And if we find something, let's get back together and see if, you know, see, see where we could take it. So I was, I was passionate about fitness. My father was, was an engineer, had a belief about manufacturing in, in Poland um, because he felt that was going to be a good Central European manufacturing base. And, and I'm going back, you know, probably 25 years now uh, before that, that happened. And yeah, I, I, one day I came up with an idea about making a dumbbell and a weight plate. I took it to my father, asked him if he could find any factories or any connections within Poland that, that would make them because uh, at the time, in my gym anyway, the, the weights were actually being imported from Poland. So I, I, I sort of asked, gave him the challenge to see if, see what he could find. And we, um, you know, to cut a very, very long story short, he managed to find a company. We started importing dumbbells and weight plates. And and that was, you know, we started from a spare bedroom in in, in his house at the time, just with, with a couple of us. We, we had no money and it was it was a bit of a part-time thing to where we are today, where we're, we're in sort of over over 80 countries around the world. We, we, we have a direct operation in, in America, in Germany, the United Kingdom, and then we have distributors in, in all the other countries. So, we, you know, we've, we've, I guess we've come a long way in that, in that period. And without going too much into detail, can you just briefly tell us what sorts of products and services you sell at Escape Fitness now? So we, we focus very much on functional training. And, and, and so what, what that is, 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 it's if you go into, I'm not sure the type of listener, whether they're, they're big gym goers or not, but if you go into the, the traditional gym, you'll have your machines, you'll have 
have mm-hmm. your cardio and then you'll have your functional training or free weights. And, and we focus on that functional movement. Uh, that's, that's something I've believed in from when I was training many years ago and something I, I still believe in today. So we, so we design everything from free weights, racks, kettlebells, Bulgarian bags, bands, tubes, uh, all, all, the, all those kind of items that you would use if you if you went to work with a personal trainer. It's the kind of stuff that the personal trainers uh, would, would generally use with their clients. Yeah, so no machines, no Smith machines or anything like that, right? No, no, all natural movement. Great. And you sell primarily to, to gyms or is it also something that uh, consumers themselves can buy from you? Uh, how does that look? Yeah, well, up until this uh, crazy pandemic hit us, we, we, we work with uh, most of the major health club chains around the world. Uh, so from Central Europe, Asia, United States, many of the brands that you would see on the high street, we would we would work with on some level. We also work do a lot in education. So we work with schools, colleges, universities. That's, a, that's, that's another sector that we work with. Um, we do quite a bit in hospitality uh, so so hotels and and then we we also have a consumer area which has grown certainly over the last six months uh, because our our main core business is really working with gyms so we'll we'll go into a a traditional big box gym we'll help them design the space we'll put the flooring down we'll provide the equipment we'll provide education for the trainers so we'll show them how to use the training tools so that they can use that with their clients and so more recently we've been providing a lot of those products into the home and um, and and sort of slightly changing the education Um, so we're not actually teaching someone to, to to work with a client where we're just showing a lot of the sort of people who are working from home how to do those exercises but the but the you know a lot of the fundamentals are still still very similar got it and how would you say you differentiate from you know some of the other brands like iron grip rogue or life fitness i'm just throwing out some names yeah they, i guess everybody's got their own space we we one of the things that we focused on from a very early stage is is, is the aesthetic of a product so we we want to we're not supplying equipment to the i guess the, the sort of strong man of the world uh, we we, we very much sort of trying to get the average man or woman, boy or girl, get them up off the couch, get them moving, make the products fun, engaging. We use a lot of color in our products. So, so it's just it's just about sort of making that fitness experience fun. I've been working out for over 30 years and, and it doesn't get any easier. You, you've still got to motivate yourself to go into the gym. Some days it's great and you look forward to it. Some days are really, really tough depending on what's happening. So we, we, we make equipment that's fun, provides a lot of variety. We also do what we can to innovate. So we so we we focus on look, looking at things that people are using mm. or or concepts and try and add some type of innovation to it. Things that have not necessarily been done before. So it allows you to maybe do a particular move more effectively or in a safer way or in a slightly different way to before. So I guess the two key things are the are the the design aesthetics and and, and colors of them, along with some innovation, and then providing people the um, education to to ensure that they get the most out of the equipment, so they know how to. Save safely use it, how to get a great workout and and sort of support them on their fitness journey. And how would you say you can make fitness or fitness equipment more fun than, you know, what people have been used to for, let's say, the last 20 years? I mean, dumbbells, in my mind, haven't really changed a whole lot. Same for barbells, but I'm sure there has been some innovation in that space to make it more fun, right? Yeah, there's been a couple of things. Like one, it's there's two sides. You know, one, we we a lot of our business is business to business, so we're supplying people that have got facilities where they could have anywhere from five thousand clients to maybe fifteen or twenty thousand in a busy gym. And so when we first came into the industry, the the performance of things like dumbbells, for example, um, wasn't that great. They would they would probably last a year 
gear or two and then they would start coming loose and you'd have to tighten them up again or the ends would come off and they would, and, or the materials that they were mm. covered in weren't performing very well so one of the things that we did is we we um we, we focused on and we have several patterns on dumbbells is we we focused on a dumbbell that that doesn't come loose the heads don't come off and uh and we fix it in a particular way that, that that'll essentially last forever in terms of the construction and then the second thing we looked at is the materials so we we use a number of different synthetic urethane so that what we coat them with even if they're used year after year and they're even sort of slightly abused they're going to perform extremely well in a commercial fitness facility and obviously that's important if you're if you're opening a gym then you want the equipment to look good and last as long as possible on the on the other side in terms of the color and the design you know if, if we take my mother for example she's in her 70s and um and, and, you know, as you get older, your your muscle condition, I think it's after 30, actually, your, your muscle conditioning starts to, you know, unless, you, unless you're working, it, it will start to sort of diminish. And then if you're losing your muscle, you're increasing your fat. And, and then particularly as you get even older, if you trip or fall and you've not got, you know, you've not got great muscle control or stability or balance or anything like that, then that's where, you, you know, you could you could essentially finish yourself off. So one of the things that's great for someone like my mom is to do a lot of those basic movements, deadlifts squats lunges sort of rotational movements and and if she can do that then she's going to be better well into her older age and she won't need wheelchairs or whatever to, to, to get her around so strength training is really important for someone like my mother the mm -hmm. thing is if if in most cases if i put someone like her in front of a big barbell with with you know big black rubber plates you and i will probably be fine with that but, but it, it's probably intimidating to yeah, my mom or maybe people like my mom so what we do is we say well what's the movement you know what's the squat the row the the press, the push, the pull, and and we create products. So we've got a we've got an item called the core bag. So it's essentially it performs like a barbell, but it's soft. So if you if you happen to drop it on your toe, it's not going to do any damage. It's not going to mark up your clothing. You can put it on your neck, and it doesn't cut into your neck like a bar. So that's one example. Um, the other one is is tires. If you if you look at I guess a lot of the CrossFit boxes in 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 the past, people you'll see people flipping these big tractor tires, which is a great movement. It's it's kind of like a squat and a deadlift and a and a pull and a push. So, so that's a great movement, but you're not going to see someone like my mom or even my dad flipping a tire. So what we've done is we've taken the, that traditional tire and we've created a foam with a vinyl covering with handles, nice bright colors. And, and you can do that same movement with a, with a softer product. It doesn't change the, the mechanics of the movement or, or, or how you would perform it. But what it does do, it makes it fun, colorful, engaging, and, and it's not going to hurt you if you happen to get the movement right. So, so those are a few examples of, of how to sort of take a, a serious product that's probably used by an athlete or someone that's really into it down to someone like my mom that needs to do it just to perform better as a as a grandmother for example right yeah and um is that also like something that that you've seen in general in terms of the trends you know like towards i mean you touched upon a, a number of products when it comes to you know functional fitness i'm also thinking you know like plyometric boxes medicine balls what else is there like there, there, there's a ton of stuff like trx where it's less about you know like traditional free weights, but more about maybe even utilizing your body weight in, in those exercises. Is that like something that you're seeing in terms of a, a trend when it comes to fitness equipment? Or is that more like a fad right now? I, I think the, you know, there's a couple of things. One is that fitness now, particularly sort of post as, as we sort of, well, I guess, hopefully post pandemic is people are realizing that that big health and wellness is is probably more important than ever. Now that's not, you know, there's a percentage of people that, that have always known that, but there's 
there's also the majority of, of the population that are aware of it and they've probably not done anything about it. So so I think that's the most interesting group. And certainly to to put yourself in a good position to deal with any kind of virus or anything that comes along, then if you're if you're healthy and rested and eating well, you, you're going to be in a lot better position to someone who's not and, you, and you've got your weight under control. So I think that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is that fitness is difficult, no matter who who you are. Like I say, I've been doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm fanatical about fitness. So it's, it's my business. I, I love working out. But as I said earlier, it, it, it's not some days it's tough and you really got to push yourself. And, and most people that have not been doing it for, for the time I have, that, that's really when they're going to struggle. So really what we what we like to think about in terms of workouts is trying to trying to make it fun, because if it's not fun and it's not something that you can do on a regular basis and you're not going to keep up with it. And if you don't keep up with it, you're not going to get your results. So whatever you can do to make it fun, to have an, an element of variety, so different tools, so you're not doing the same thing all the time and you're getting bored, then that's that's a good thing. Um, so that's that's the first thing I'd say. The other thing that's um, that's important is 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 you want to make it short and effective. Now I work out probably longer than a lot of people because I, I I it's a place where I go and I think a lot and do other things. So so for me it's more like a therapy session than a than a workout. But right. for most people you want it short and as effective as possible and every every movement that you do you want to you want to be sort of getting as much out of it as as what you possibly can and so if you're doing any kind of functional training these these are sort of multi-joint movements where you could as an example you could be doing a squat and then picking it up and doing a press so you're so within one exercise you're doing a number of different things working out your whole body working out your muscles working out your heart rate so it's so it's very very effective and 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 also if 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 you're using tools like like you would do in your in your general life, whether it's picking up children or picking up shopping or, or or doing stuff around the house and in the garden, then you're you're picking up weird and strange shaped objects, and and that's again that's where a lot of people get injuries because they because they might not have moved a lot, and then suddenly they go and pick up something or start unloading your garage, and and their body's not used to that movement, and that's why they hurt themselves. So for us, it's very much you know not using machines where you're sitting down because every because we all sit down all the time. You know, we're sitting in our car, we're sitting in our desks we're sitting in front of the tv we don't want to be sitting down when we're working out so anything that can kind of get you up off the ground where you're standing on your feet and you're and you're incorporating as many muscles as possible in a way that you would do in your real life is, is going to help you perform and move and, and just have a better quality of life and if you can do that in a very short and effective way then then you know that's probably something that you should be searching out in, as it relates to a workout now the only other thing i would suggest is if if people and again i don't know the, the level of fitness that your audience has but the the only other thing I would suggest is that if you don't know about this and if you if you're not from the fitness space and search out a good trainer that can help you because you know it, it it's not easy just to go and watch a youtube video and, and and figure it out because everybody's different everybody's in a different stage of, of their life and and their bodies are in a different stage and and so you know if it, just putting a workout without really understanding how that relates to you and the condition you're in and, and almost like where to start in that journey is very very important now you don't have to use a trainer every day but certainly getting someone to to help you get started and to point you in the right direction I would I would recommend is 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 a worthwhile investment. Yeah, it's probably also extremely helpful to have somebody watch your form because that's really how injuries happen, especially if you are a beginner. This episode of 20 Minute Fitness is brought to you by Forager Project, the 100% organic plant-based food company. 
Forager Project is a family-owned business based in California that has been on a mission since 2013 to make the world a better place than they found it. Forager crafts dairy-free yogurts, kefirs, milks, and sour cream using their hero ingredient, organic cashews, for the creamiest base for all of its products. Their cashew milk yogurts are not just an excellent healthy breakfast option, but also the most delicious vegan yogurt I've ever tried. The vanilla and cherry flavors that I've tried a couple of months ago are still my go-to breakfast choices and make the perfect dairy substitute. So if you follow a plant-based diet, plan to transition now, or simply aim to cut a bit back on dairy like me, I can only recommend the Forager products. And to make their products even more appetizing, Forager is offering a limited offer coupon only for our podcast listeners for a free cup of yogurt at www.foragerproject.com forward slash cultivate health. And while you're there, make sure to check out the hundreds of delicious and easy to make dairy-free recipes. That's www.foragerproject.com forward slash cultivate health for a free cup of yogurt. Cultivate health with Forager Project. Always organic, always plant-based. In, in terms of the equipment, like, are you seeing like anything that's a particular popular right now? You know, like we, I suppose everybody knows like the, the Peloton, for example, you know, that's all over, all over TV and social media. So, so I, I guess those types of trends are always there. I, I, I think from what we see, we, we work with a lot of professionals, mm -hmm. so personal trainers. And, and so I suppose these, these guys and girls are, are people that are really focusing on getting results for people. That, that's really how they, how they sort of keep their clients is they've got, to, they've got to get results. And I, I kind of look at what type of things and type of training that, that those people are doing. And, and so for me, you know, if I had to put together a, a decent gym in my home, then I, I, which, which is what I've got when, when we started to lock ourselves down, I said, right, what do I need in my gym? And, and so for me, it's, it's about getting a decent set of dumbbells. You know, you don't have to go too heavy, but as in a reasonable set of dumbbells, because you can make it, you can make even a, a an average weight feel quite heavy if you, if you use it in the right way. So a set of dumbbells for me would be an essential. If you can, a, a simple squat rack with a with a barbell, so you can do your squats, your deadlifts, your bench press, your shoulder press, all those kind of movements. That that's a nice to have. It's not an essential, but it's a nice to have if you if you can get it. And then the other items, which um you know if people have not got a budget that that might want to kind of look out for is um as I mentioned, you know we have a product called the Core Bag, which is a little bit like a barbell, but it's soft. It's it's something that you can sort of doesn't take up a lot of space but with some some decent workouts you can you can do a ton of stuff with that you can do also a lot of functional movements with it you can carry it you can you can lift it you can drop it you can you can do all your your sort of key movements with something like that and it, and, it, and it's not going to break the bank so core bag's quite a nice product we also there's also some soft dumbbells we have a product called a gripper so it's almost like a dumbbell and a medicine ball and a kettlebell all together in one and and so again you can do all your dumbbell movements you can do your kettlebell swings there's a ton of stuff you can do with that and and it again it's it's probably cost you less than a hundred dollars it's it's not super expensive but you can do some pretty interesting stuff with that the other thing i like at the moment you know we have a product called the vector which is an adjustable resistance tube um or you can just get bands uh, but i i really really resistance like, bands yeah you can get some decent quality ones you want to get some that you know you got these light ones which are probably not going to do you a lot of good but you, you can get some sort of heavy duty ones similar to the vector product that we have and, and what that 
you know, band training is is very, very good, very, very effective. There's, there's, you know, you can Google some of the information online about it. But I, I really like combining band training with with regular dumbbells and barbells. I think you can get some great results. It's a very efficient way of working out. And that's probably what you would think is like the most versatile equipment that somebody could get if they're looking to build out a small home gym. Maybe they don't have a lot of space because they live, you know, in an urban apartment, and maybe they don't have the space, you know, to put an entire rack in there. But they have the space for you know a few sets of dumbbells for sure right yeah and and you want to think about it that you know this this is where getting some help and it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money but but certainly even if even if it's just like a few sessions go find, you know go online find a good trainer and and just get them to sort of set you off in the right direction Re- as i said recommend functional training and in order to do that you can you can get some as i say you know some sandbags or some core bags anything like that and it would it will allow you to to do the strength training because for me and for anyone particularly as you get older strength training is is essential you really want to be building that uh, maintaining that muscle condition that's 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 a really important part of your workout from a cardio perspective you know good pair of running shoes i do i do different i do sort of hill sprints and stair sprints and i'll 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 go out running but really you you know you don't need unless you've got a problem running which which some people have but if, if, if you are in, in decent condition and you can run then I'd recommend a good pair of good pair of running shoes and, and that for me is where I get my get my cardio in if, if you're not in great shape and you've got issues with your back and you can't run then you, you know you can invest in some of some sort of stationary bike or, or, or something like that um, but they're not cheap and, and ideally if you mm. can walk or, or you know go up and down the hills hill sprints or run up and down stairs anything like that to kind of get your heart rate up is yeah jump rope can also be a cheap alternative to well some more expensive cardio equipment. Yeah, absolutely. But you don't, you know, you don't really have to break the bank and go and buy all, all this expensive equipment. If, if, if your goal is, yeah. is to sort of stay in shape, that's it. You know, it's nice entertainment, but it's not, it's not what's going to get you in condition. What's going to get you in condition is, is, you know, having, you know, having that motivation, having someone that's going to hold you accountable to do what you need to do, making sure that you prioritize your strength training, include some functional movement. So you're, so you've got some sort of rotational development within, your program so you know if you you know we don't move in straight lines as human beings we you know if you if you you get out of bed or if you open a door or if you reach over you're you're moving across your body so you want to and that's where again as you get older people get injuries so you want to be doing something that's going to train you in those sort of rotational movements that you come into you know you come into contact a lot with what you do in everyday life Um, and and that's what you know that's that's our philosophy is is training you know working out or exercising in a way that's going to help you perform better in your everyday life so you, you can get up out the chair quickly you can get in and out the car easier you've got the you've got the sort of cardiovascular capacity to play with your kids outside in the park or whatever you know that's that's really the goal and then you know the side effects of that is you will start losing weight and you'll you know you'll probably get a little bit of a bit of definition around your midsection or what, or what have you but i think if you if you go into it and with a goal of saying well i want to get a six pack and that then you're probably going to get disappointed because it takes a long time and you know i've been doing it a long time and you know you, you go up and down and yes i like to see some definition there but it, it's not easy and, and maybe for most people it's not an it's not a realistic goal but if your goal is just to make sure that you're you've got the energy that you need when you know to bring to your relationship with your partner you've got the energy that you need to bring to to to, to, to your children um, you've got the energy and the stamina you need to bring to your job and, and, and to your yeah. business so that you can do what you need to do if, if, if you start there and then 
you'll get those side effects of, of, of the sort of visual side of things. But I, I, I wouldn't start with that. Right. And I mean, that's an interesting segue, actually. So if you're not looking to, I don't know, bulk up, become really muscular, you, you probably may not need even any compound weightlifting in your life. But what is your take on body weight exercise? Because there are definitely some advocates out there that say, okay, this is how you really lower the barrier of entry to an absolute minimum, because you really only need your body for a lot of exercises, you know, starting with push-ups, planks, other core workouts, quads, maybe you can add some other, you know, things in your in your home as added weight that you can put on your back uh, for your squats to, you know, add some additional weight, but your body is already, you know, providing you with a lot of resistance. Yeah, I think it's, it's a great body weight stuff. You know, I've, I use it a lot and I have done for quite some time, you know, I'll, I'll do pull-ups. So I, you know, technically that is body weight. I'll do dips, yeah. you know, because with the gyms being closed, I've got a couple of parks. So I'll, I'll do a little bit of a circuit. I'll run and I'll do, I'll, I'll stop and I'll do some, I'll do a series of pull-ups and leg raises for my core and back. I'll go to another area and I'll do a bunch of dips and press-ups. And then I'll, I'll do one leg pistol squats on a, on a climbing frame. And, you know, if you, if you're doing quite high reps and you, you can, you, you can feel it. That That's for sure. So I, I like body weight. I like bear crawls. There's, there's some really cool stuff you can do there. And, and you know, I, I like I like to feel some weight. You know, I like, I like to do deadlifts. I like to do squats. I like to do lunges with, with some weight mm -hmm. on my back. I like to do dumbbell chest press and dumbbell rows and that sort of thing. So I, I think you've just got you've to you've mix it up. So body weight's great. For me, my weight, I need to do quite high reps to sort right. of... Right. So, so it goes back to, to the fun part and to have you know, a great variety in your routine so it doesn't get dull, right? Yeah, try try not to. And, and it takes, you know, I've been doing it for many, many years. So for me, I can come up with ideas. But if you get a trainer, they can give you some stuff to do. But I think if, if you go, if you think, oh, it's Monday, I've got that workout to do again it becomes quite boring whereas if you know if, if every day you're doing some fun stuff you know you know some days could just be practicing your your, your coordination you know maybe a little bit of cardio um, as i said mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of a lot of these primal movements crawling kneeling you know bunny hops all that kind of stuff but, you know that's fun and and you're you're also sort of getting your body to, to just you know just just sort of laying on the floor and getting up without using your hands you know that's, that's tough for most people but you could sure. you could do sort of eight to ten reps of that and you work out and and then when you're son when when you're doing stuff at home you suddenly realize oh i'm i'm moving a lot better or, or those you know get just getting out of the chair for some people could be could be a challenge so it, it just it just starts to to fall over into your regular life and, mm. and you you're just living with a, a a different sense of energy so wherever you can where whatever you can do to mix it up and try lots of different things some you like some you you won't like but just just getting that variety in there and making it fun because because the goal is the goal is to be able to to integrate this into your lifestyle the goal is to make this a habit like cleaning your teeth that you're going to do every you know maybe three four or five times a week ideally for the rest of your life so yeah. you know you're not you're not just going to do this for six months until you get in shape for, for, for going to the beach at, you know for, for yeah. your holidays or something you want to do this for your life so you've got to get something that's going to fit into it from a time perspective and from a fun and activity perspective so i mean back in the day or normally you would go to a gym and you can find a personal trainer there now a lot of gyms are closed in a lot of places do you have any advice about how our listeners could go out and and, and that's the right personal trainer that could help them to get back on their journey to fitness well i, I would if you go onto google there's there's a number of organizations so so you've got ace and nasm and there's in in, in the uk and europe there's there's an organization called reps so I, i would look at some of these fitness governing bodies 
And then what what they most of these will have lists of of certified trainers. So so uh, so I would certainly do do the research. You know, go online, try and find some legitimate organisations, or or even now most of the health club, most of the major health club chains that are out there are doing some form of sort of virtual personal training now. So so just go you know go go with a good brand, and then you can't go wrong. And then and then just you know look at reviews, ask around, and and also try and find a trainer that suits you because every you know a lot of trainers. There are some sort of generalists, but you know, you'll have people that specialize as an example with athletes or with people who are, you know, want to do bodybuilding or or for, for women or for women that have had children or women that are about to have children or or sort of older populations. So you kind of want someone that really understands who you are. And if you're a you know, if you're a 55 year old guy that's not worked out for 20 years, then then you want someone that can understand you and and, and where you are in your life and and the stresses that you've got in your work and 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 you know the recovery that you're likely to need and all those sorts of things so i would you know just spend the time researching it and, and test a few people you know ask them what they would do and and, and then go from there but I'm, I'm not like i'm not in the personal training business i'm not selling personal training but i do think that that these guys and girls can really you know they, they spend a long time studying what they're doing and if you, if you get the right one they'll at least avoid you spending several years going down the wrong path wasting thousands of dollars on equipment that you don't need and 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 helping you with the basics and it's not difficult you know it, it's just um it's just that most people don't get the basics right and if you get the basics right then you can just layer on top of that but and that's some solid and, and upfront advice especially since you come from the fitness equipment industry right like you, you could expect you maybe to to sell down you know like a lot of equipment but at the end of the day you need to know how to use it and not making the mistakes and and really utilizing it to to its full potential yeah and some of the you know some of the trainers that even work in clubs they don't necessarily always fully understand the training tools as well uh, which is which is why we spend a lot of time on, on in terms of education you know we want people to understand how to use the training tools and how to do it safely so so that's that's the big part there's you know we, we you and i could go outside and have a workout and we could find some stuff in a forest you know some old tree logs And we'd have a great workout and we'd get a sweat on and the day after we'd probably be aching. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's what you do with it and how you turn that into a habit that you're going to do for the rest of your life instead of just having having a great workout. But, we you know, when when you are down to choosing your equipment, we do some fantastic training tools. As I say, you know, we supply many of the top gyms and trainers around the world, so we can certainly help out there. But, you know, start off with a, with a good trainer. Got it. Now, uh, my next question is actually more around the wider fitness and equipment industry industry now the pandemic has changed quite a bit you know the playing field we discussed already like how home equipment has become something that a lot of people start looking into but also there's been the smart home fitness equipment like the pelotons the tonals the mirrors etc but where do you see things you know evolve towards to even beyond the pandemic like how do you think fitness is going to evolve in the next few years I think fitness is going to be more than just, you know, doing a 20 minute session, all body strength training session. I, I think that's, you know, that that's, that's definitely what, 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 what we're seeing. There's a, you know, fitness is a number of things. It's, it's, it's sort of what you eat. It's how you recover. It's, it's, it's how you train what you do in between those training sessions and, and all those things play a key part. You know, if you, if you're not correctly, if you're not properly recovered or you're stressed and you go into a gym, it could be the best workout with the best piece of equipment. But unless some of those other things are right, you're probably going to hurt yourself or you're going to put yourself in a worse position and, and, and you, and you're not going to be contributing to where you ultimately want to go. So, I, so I think, um, that's where you kind of need specialists and experts to sort of help you out. Just, just, you know, I've, I've got a, I've got a, 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 tr a good friend who's a trainer and he, he, 
he's, he's, he has an education company. And, you know, what he says is, is a lot of clients that, he, that come to him. The first thing he says is, look, you, you, we need to get you recovered. So be, you know, because you're, you're stressed, you're not eating well, you're overweight, your body is, is breaking down. You know, it's, 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 there's, you've got a lot of inflammation. So, be, so, you know, the last thing I'm going to do is put you under more stress in the gym. What I want to do is I'm, gonna, I'm just going to help you rest, recover. And then once I've got you to that stage, then we're going to start building you up again and, 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 and getting you to exercise. Because particularly at the moment, with, you know, we've got COVID around. If, if, you, if you're out of shape and you've got a lot of inflammation and you're not particularly eating well, and then you're like, right, okay, January 1st, I'm going to go in the gym or I'm going to come up with a workout. And you start putting that pressure on your system with, with some sort of HIIT training. You, all you're going to do is you, you're going to sort of break, you know, you're going to reduce your body's ability to fight any anything Thing that comes at it and you're you're probably going to be more susceptible to pick up any kind of sickness disease and, and virus that's out there so so at the moment you've got to you've got to be very careful with you know with how you push yourself and and most people don't have that yeah it's definitely one of the common mistakes you know like at the new year you start taking really a 360 and you go from zero to 120 working out every single day not giving your body the rest and, and that's really what's making you prone for infections absolutely absolutely so it's so it's, it's it's more than just fitness and what i would say you know if you, if you don't have that if you don't have a training i would just say you know take it pace yourself you know take it easy start with some basics you know just just start by saying right for the first 30 days, I'm going to commit to like three times a week, some kind of activity that gets my heart rate up and, and buy a, buy a heart rate strap. We, you know, I, I happen to recommend my zone. I use that a lot, but get, get some sort of um, heart rate strap or there's a, there's a number of others and, you know, track your, your heart rate and, 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 and agree a time and, and do that for 30 days and whatever it is, if you know, elevate your heart rate, get a bit of a sweat on, don't push yourself too hard and, and don't worry too much about what you're doing as long as you're sort of doing something. And then, and then once you've got that second, you know, second 30 days is probably increase it a little bit, but, but most importantly, it's, it's not necessarily what happens within the session. Cause once you're in the session and you're in the gym and you got, you, you know, you're sweating, that motivation will take you. The most difficult thing in those first 60 days is just turning up three times a week. If that's what you decide to do for 20 minutes, that's, that's going to be the biggest barrier that most people have got to get over. And then when you get to the third month, you're going to find that you've built that, you've got that habit, you fit it into your life, then you can start sort of ramping it up and looking. But don't, you know, don't get disheartened that you don't see any changes in the first 60 days because it takes a long time for stuff to happen. You probably feel a bit better, but but just, you know, your your goal should be to turn up on time for whatever you said. And, and if you achieve that, you're going to be like, 80% where you need to get to. And what would be some, some good assessment like to, to self-assess yourself? Let's say, you know, you have been working out more than you used to. You've introduced maybe some new equipment, you've got more advice and three months have passed and you may feel more energized and, and maybe you have even, I don't know, toned up or maybe bulked up depending on your goals, of course. But, but what, what else can be used to really assess, okay, I'm, I'm functionally becoming stronger or more able you know, I, I, I wouldn't, and everyone's got their own views, but I, I'd throw out the scales and I wouldn't spend a lot of time looking in the mirror or anything right now. I, I would focus on how do you feel? And you can, you can do this by a scale of one to 10. You can measure yourself at the end of each week on the same time or, or each month. But, you know, how do you feel in terms of your mood? Because one of the things, one of the important things about exercise, particularly your muscles, is they're an organ and they release happy chemicals into your body. So if you're stressed and you've, which a lot of people are, worried, 
fearful, whatever. One of the things that's going to happen is is that working out is is going to make have a really positive impact on your mood. So so I'd I'd definitely measure your mood and and just do that on a scale of one to ten, same time each week. How are you feeling compared to this time last week? I would look at your energy levels. So what's your energy levels like at the end of a week or at the beginning of a week, wherever you want? Scale of one to ten. You know how how. How do you feel about yourself? And I, I would use those as sort, of, and, and then probably the third one: have, have I been true and honest to myself, or have I sort of, you know, lied to myself about what I planned on doing? So, have you managed to get those three or four times in the week? Have you been, in, you know, at, at, at the same time each week? Have, have I, have I stuck to that promise I made to myself? And, and I think that that's it. You, you know, that that's what you want to focus on. And I know it's tempting to say, well, look, I want to get into these jeans and I want to look like her or him. That, that's that, that you know. I get that, but over time you, you'll kind of get there. But it, it, it takes a long time, you know. It, it it takes a long time to build muscle. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes a long time to lose weight, and you and you don't just want to lose it, you know. Push yourself and crash diet and and something that you can't continue with, and then put it back on. You know, my diet, I don't. I eat whatever I want. Um, you know, I've I've got you know visually you can see my abs. I've got a small waist. I've got muscle, but I eat whatever I want, and that's because I guess that you know my what I what I like to eat and what's good for you is is quite balanced in me, and that's something that's happened over time. But you know, if I want to want some chocolate, I have some chocolate. I don't particularly have a sweet tooth, and I don't particularly enjoy junk food. But it, you know, my I'm not on a diet. I'm, I'm just eating what I want when I want. And that's really where you want to be is you want a life where you're working out because you, you know you feel good and it fits into your life. You're eating what you want and, and you're moving, you're getting your body back to where it should be. You know, what our bodies weren't designed to be overweight and carrying all this fat around our midsection. That that isn't how we evolved. You know, we've, it's it's a result of bad food and not moving a lot and not having a great you know life condition. If what you want to do is get is is get your body back to where it will be and that that could take time depending on where you are at the moment. For sure. Um, yeah, if our listeners want to learn more about Escape Fitness, your products, or even dive deeper in, in, into functional fitness, where should they start? Yeah, there's a couple of things. We, we do a, a fitness-based podcast. It's, it's mainly sort of for the, for the fitness business, but it's called Escape Your Limits. Uh, we do one of those a week, and we interview trainers and people, experts from within the health and fitness sector. So I'd recommend checking oh, that excellent. out. If you go to the Escape Fitness Instagram page, uh, so we've got Escape Fitness Instagram, Facebook, or, or LinkedIn, we put a put a ton of interesting resources on there. Escapefitness.com is our website and we, we put a, a lot of articles every week on our blog. So I'd check that out. And then if you're interested in equipment, you know, I'm happy to, um, we, we can connect afterwards, but I'm happy to offer your um, your listeners a, a discount uh, coupon. So if they, you know, if they're connected or listen to your show, then they'll be able to take advantage of that if they want anything for their for their home gyms. And then on our YouTube channel with Escape, Escape Fitness, we have a YouTube channel and there's a ton of workouts and information about fitness um to help you i guess you know sort of understand and be a little bit of a student of of what what is good and what 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 isn't and and you know some ideas about you know to hopefully set you on the right path awesome thank you so much for coming on the show matthew yeah thank you thank, thank you for inviting me listeners we're at the end of today's 20 minute fitness i for one am super glad to own a peloton for my hit training and for my resistance training a pair of adjustable dumbbells kettlebells tx and a pull-up bar but boy do I wish I had space for a full rack? One day, one day maybe. But for now, this will have to do for me. So what's your home gym setup like? Let us know on Twitter or Instagram. You can find us at Shape20Fit. I'm Martin Kessler and 20 Minute Fitness is mixed by Lila Lasso and produced by Shape in San Francisco. See you next week.